Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the Guy. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. Almost the end of the work week. Almost the end of the work week. Almost Thanksgiving. Yeah, well, yeah, almost Come on Thanksgiving. Now. Let's too, be clear because yeah. Thanksgiving comes Holidays, early this year. Two weeks. Holidays are here. That's it's right. Exactly two weeks from today. Christmas decorations will be up soon. Your favorite radio stations will be playing nothing but Christmas music. Mm-hmm. All right, the kids probably been hitting about Christmas presents since last month. Absolutely, my my kids want a dog. Man, they want a puppy. I'm I thought like, you guys already had dogs. No, we got that. He's a, he, that dog's a worker. Like he makes sure that no criminals or or people that try to rob me come in the house. They want a cute little dog that they can play with and cuddle with. I feel too. them. Get him a shih nice shih little. Yes. Um, French bulldog? No. Or a Shiba Inu? That, a Yorkie. No, my dad says uh, everybody that lives in the house has to have a job, and those dogs don't have a job. Whatever Tonto is. Not Tonto. What? The dog from Wizard of Oz? Toto. Toto. Tonto. Tonto. I, 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 I think that's a horse, right? Tonto the horse. Tonto somebody He's somebody's sidekick. Oh, yeah. oh, Lone Ranger. There you go. That was a horse, though, right? No, man. He was a Native American. Oh. That's messed up, Envy. No, I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, 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 so, wait. So, the dog has to have a job, so you're not getting them a dog? No, I'm, I'm fighting not to get him a dog. I would highly rec- recommend a French bulldog. They have a great job. Who's going to train that dog? Like, no. Nah, like, that's, dogs are too much work. Dogs Yo, are a lot of work. You're going to teach your kids responsibility. Yeah, but that's why yeah, all right. kids say they want a dog until they got to clean up the poop. Exactly. Until they got to take the dog outside to pee. Absolutely. Until they got to feed the dog. Absolutely. FYI, they don't even have to take the dog. They'll let the dog out. The dog will go to the bathroom. If they let the dog out in my house, uh, deer, bear, fox, something will take that dog away. Yeah. I don't know, but I had, I always had a dog growing up, and, um... I didn't mind walking I had the terrible dog experiences with dogs. My first dog was a stray uh, that I named Budweiser. And my but there father, goes this. That, that's why my, it was all bad right there. My father eventually took that dog and let that dog go back into the wild where we found it. I had two Rottweilers named Bear and Tara. Uh, my neighbors poisoned Bear. Bear died, and then Tara got taken away because he got loose and he was too wild. So the animal control took him. We had a German Shepherd named Marble, and then I had a Cocker Spaniel named Misty. See, I mean, I just all my all my dogs were German Shepherds as a kid, and one of my dogs' name is Dog. Dog, that was his name. Dog, and that's very original. That's it. I mean, wow. Budweiser, but what about Budweiser? That's the king of beers. So that means he was the king of dogs. <laughs> Shut See up, the logic? Man. Y'all don't even know. Shut Y'all up, don't even man. be thinking like I be thinking. King of beers. All right. Well, Tracy Morgan will be joining us this morning. Yes, from the last OG, from the last OG zone. comedian. So we'll kick it with Tracy. Of course, there was a. Uh, I don't know if there was a conflict, but he said something that pissed people off about uh, Tiffany Haddish. It it, it, it was some comments that were 
taken out of context, but when we heard it, it definitely sounded like he was hating. You said on, on he the was hating. Homie, on the homie tip. I mean, it sounded like he was hating. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, that's, that's, that's what we heard. We all heard it. So we'll talk to him about that also. I remember Rob Stapleton, Rob Stapleton who was another comedian, was mad at him. So we'll address all that. Little Rel. Little Rel had some things to say. Yeah, so we'll talk to him about all that in a little bit. And we got front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Man, where do we start? A lot of Donald Trump news here this morning, but Jeff Sessions is out as Attorney General. Also, there is, right now, we're getting more information about this mass shooting that went down in California at a bar is college night and really tragic situation so far 11 people dead all right uh we'll get into let me ask you a question you right mm-hmm. now Charlamagne, I, I know you've had this you ever get a who pops your pimples on your butt if you ever get a pimple on your butt or your leg because like Charlamagne, whoever's hitting it from the back what That'd be disgusting if you were smashing a chick from the back <laughs> and a pimple pop. We're talking about oh, MP specifically. Oh, yuck. Oh, all right. But this, that's yeah. what you got a wife I had a, for. I had a pimple on my butt last night. My wife popped. I was thinking to myself this morning, I said, who will pop Yee's pimple? I'm just curious. So you were um, laying on your stomach? You know what? Forget it. Front page news is next. is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee. Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, uh, tonight, the Panthers take on the Steelers in Thursday Night Football. What else are we talking about, you? Hey, first of all, drop on the clues bombs for Des Bryant, too, man. Salute to my man Des Bryant. He just signed to the New Orleans Saints now. He's been a Dallas Cowboy for the past eight years. Mm-hmm. Hate to see him be on another squad, but I'm happy for him. Right. All right. Well, right now, we are following this breaking news. There have been, so far, confirmed 12 fatalities at the borderline bar and grill shooting. They're saying the shooter is believed to be among the dead. They're still getting more information. They have not identified who that person is yet. Where's that at? Uh, so that's in Ventura County. That's in Thousand Oaks, so in California. Mm. So mm-hmm. they said the shooter entered the bar and just started shooting immediately. And it was hundreds of people in there. It was a, a college country night. And they do that every single Wednesday night. They said there were students of both California Lutheran University and nearby Pepperdine University that had been present at that event last night. Now, see, pat people down in those in those bars and clubs? Uh, I wonder. I have I wouldn't think. I mean, it's a bar. I've never walked into a bar Any and got Any bar that down. you go to with, with quote-unquote urban or our community, pat us down, regardless. That's Sometimes they make us take our shoes off. That's a fact. See, see, and this is when people talk about the climate of the country, and, like, they talk about, like, oh, well, you know, Trump's making the economy better. Like, this is why money does not matter, because what's the mm-hmm. point of having all of this money if we can't even go out and enjoy it safely? Right. You know what I'm saying? All right, now, speaking of Donald Trump... Uh, there's a lot going on here with him yesterday, but they have pulled uh, Acosta's press credential from CNN, and we'll get into that. But there were reporters that were talking to him during a news conference about a few different things. Uh, first up, we do have April Ryan who questioned him about voter suppression, and here's what he said. Well, I'll give you voters. Su- I, I will give you voter suppression. You just have to sit down, please. Sit down. I didn't call you. I didn't call you. Damn. I didn't call you. I'll give you voter suppression. Take a look at the CNN polls, how inaccurate they were. That's called voter suppression. All right, now April Ryan's from American Urban Radio Networks. Then CNN reporter Jim Acosta tried to talk to him about this quote-unquote impending invasion by people in the refugee caravan, and here's how that went. 
But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It pour, it, but they it, weren't it, actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question, Mr. President, if I may, if I may ask one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's no, enough. Mr. President, I was going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President, me. That's enough. Hey, man. It goes on from there. Here's some more. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter, go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts Well, I'm not a big fan of yours either, so <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> hey, man, drop on a cool bomb for Donald Trump. Let me tell you something. I'm not even going to hold you and act oh, like I didn't man. enjoy that. I loved it. That was NBC's Peter Alexander who I loved it. Defense. It's highly entertaining. And Trump is a finesse god because we get so caught up in how he's talking to people that we don't even realize nope. all he's trying to do is deflect from having to ask any questions. He ain't answered no questions. Well, the yeah, White House has since suspended the press pass of CNN's Jim Acosta after that exchange. Their reason for that, and I don't know if you saw this video, but their reason is a woman came <laughs> who is an intern for the White House and tried to take the mic from him, and he just kind of put his arm up to show but it wasn't anything that was like he pushed her or touched her at all. And they said that he actually placed his hands on a young woman. And it was on those grounds that his press pass was being suspended. I'm not a fan of you either. I don't have to answer any questions. He is masterful at deflecting. <laughs> and this is a and press conference. And, and, Isn't that what it's for? And all, we talk, all we're talking about this morning is how he was talking to people. No, well, we, we should be talking about how person. he wasn't answering no questions. We have one more person, Yamish Alcindor from PBS NewsHour. In the campaign trail, you called yourself a nationalist. Some people saw that as emboldening white nationalists. Mm. Now people are also saying that the president... I don't know why you'd that say that. That's such a racist there question. There are some people that say that no. now the Republican Party is seen as supporting white nationalists oh, because of your rhetoric. That. I don't what do you that. make of that? I don't believe it. I just Well, I don't know. Why do I have my highest poll numbers ever with African Americans? That's such a racist question. My goodness. I love her, though, because she kept crazy. that question going. She was getting, she did not stop nope. at all. She just kept the question out. Yep. Hit, boom, here's the question, Mr. President. Now you're forced to answer it. I will say that is what I thought when I heard it, but we had that whole discussion at that time. All right, well, um, Angela Yee, that's your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now get it off your chest, 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, horrible morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Ellis. Yes, sir. What's up? What it do? What's up, bro? What it do? What's popping? Get it off your chest, bro. I'm mad because I'm young. I'm mad at the police out here beating us down out here. They don't got no love for black people and the mumble rap. So you mad? So that, that's that. I'm, that, that. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for cussing, but but I'm saying Styles P the best out there. Corrupt is the best out there. We mm-hmm. need more like Styles P and corrupt, and we need we need more like uh they bring Tupac back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, how old are you, sir? Like 40, 40 what? Mm-hmm. Forty four. I'm thirty nine. I'm thirty nine. Cause right there, you right there when you be forty. Be 40 December 24th. There you go. There You're you go, 40, 40, sir. Okay. okay. Right, we get it. I can hear the 40 on your breath. Thank you, brother. Shay. It's K, baby. K. Now, K, get it off your chest, mama. I just wanted to say, I'm, first of all, I'm in a very happy, fulfilled lesbian relationship. And I'm just so tired of whenever a guy approaches me to hit on me and I let him know I'm lesbian, them thinking that 
having sex with a man is going to be the cure to me being a lesbian. Right. Like, stop <laughs> I'm going to turn you out. I'm going to turn you back. I'm cure to us being lesbians. Stop it. Right. Well, you I feel you, girl. You can't be mad at him for thinking that that magic stick he got is going to make all your lesbian fantasies disappear. They're going to try. Well, I'm sorry. Some of it ain't magic, honey. It's all smoke and mirrors. Okay. <laughs> he, <laughs> he just want to get the love of a vagina out of your heart. That's all. Your penis is irrelevant. Uh, I'm you. good and fulfilled. But, yeah, stop offering y'all penis as an aspirin. We lesbians because we, that's what we are. Well, shout your boo out there. Oh, I want to say I love you, Hillary. <laughs> Do you call her your first lady? That's my boo, honey, and there's none other. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, do you check her email? That's what we're talking about, monogamy. Oh, no, I don't do. I don't do all that. That's childishness, honey. I don't have all the insecurities. Sound like you had, had some fun last email, night. Email, I don't need you. If Sound I had like a girlfriend, had some... if I had a girlfriend named Hillary, I'd check her emails because she might be hiding something. You stupid. Negative, honey. She all deleted right. them. <laughs> Sounds like you had some fun last night. All right, mama. Step on, y'all have a good day. All righty. Red. Yo, good morning. What's up, Red? Get it off your chest, bro. Yo, man, first and foremost, man, I want to give a shout-out to all my truckers out there. You know what I'm saying? Travel safely. Get on to your family. Uh, I want to tell everybody the reason why I'm blessed, man, because my fiance got a real estate license, man, and she's quit her job and trying to move forward for a career and uh, get things going, man. And I got my business going. And, um, yeah, man, that's why I'm blessed, man. Show my kids I didn't quit. Didn't give up, man, and I'm striving. There you go. You in that truck now, brother? Yeah, I'm right. Blow that, blow that horn, man. Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Have a good morning, man. Right. You too, man. Peace. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Trav, what up, Trav? What's up, Envy? What's going on? Nothing, nothing, chill, listen. I see y'all. I saw you and your family looking all cute at your little um, car show. Yeah, I'm mad at you, yo. You ain't come out to my show. You came in F with E with Ye. You came in F with Charlemagne. You ain't come out to me. I haven't met Yeah, I haven't met you yet. Right, and Uh-oh. he went to go see Charlemagne because Charlemagne was in Philly. Oh, okay. You, you bring that car up? show to Philly. Trav will be there. It's only an hour and a half. You could <laughs> came and supported your boy. Listen, Ye. Uh-oh. No, leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you listen. You have one million followers. You have got to stop tagging me because you have no idea what you make my inbox look like. <laughs> listen, a lot of people come on my page and they're like, "Can you please tell me what Trav's Instagram is?" And whenever somebody asks me, I give it to them. They're, Trav, you have fans out here. Uh, I'm not trying to hit. Is my sister there today? Because I still have yet to talk to him since I met him. I'm right here, bro. What's happening, Trav? Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, sis? Hey, how are you? <laughs> I'm blessed, black and highly. Favorite. What What's happened happening? between y'all? Is he ducking you? Yeah, I think, you know, listen, I met him. He, we had a good conversation, mm-hmm. sat down, took pictures, and then he, then he went ghost on me, just like n- do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You ghosted Trav? <laughs> Trav was good. But listen. Feels like there's more to question. What's up? <laughs> Please tell me y'all saw Tyrese on the shade room. No, no, what Tyrese is doing on the show. Last time I saw Tyrese, he was giving away pizzas to people that was in line voting. Yeah. From his backyard? Yeah, he was going to the same room because he was trying to give pizzas away to people, and I guess they wouldn't let, let him give the pizza away. He was he was up there looking like he was about to cry. And you know who I blame? <laughs> I blame you, Charlamagne, because you have yet to apologize to him. Mm. Mm. Me, me and Tyrese have spoken, okay, and we have apologized to each other. Oh, okay, so you did apologize. Oh, okay. Yes, me, me and Tyrese, because Tyrese didn't, Tyrese was on some medication when he was talking crazy 
crazy and reckless to because he was talking like that off air too. That's what made me and him have a falling out. But he didn't. He doesn't even remember that because of the medication. So we've since apologized to each other. Okay, I thought it was your fault. He out there trying to sell pizza because he can't make. Me he wasn't trying to sell pizza, <laughs> he man. Was he was giving pizza, pizza to people that was in line funny. voting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm just making my own narrative. Bye. Bye. <laughs> this guy's crazy. Hello, who's this? Uh, this is Cliff. Cliff, good morning, Cliff. Uh, good morning. You okay? You sound a little confused. You all right? Nah, it's my first time ever calling into, like, a radio station or anything. This is not a radio station, sir. This is the Breakfast Club. Well, hey, Cliff. How are you right, feeling well, this morning? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How y'all doing? Good, good. Well, get it off your chest. Show this some is, respect. This, this is where you open up Club. the phone lines and let you say what you want to say. What's up? Uh, I don't got really anything to say specifically. It's just, I just wanted to call it and see if I can get through it. I actually did. First of all, don't be wasting the Breakfast Club's time, okay? I'm not wasting our time. I'm just, I just want to call it. You're definitely wasting our time, get, sir. I, I didn't think I was going to get through. Well, Cliff. We're happy to pop your cherry. Why'd you do that, Envy? Can't nothing to say. Brittany! Yeah. Good morning, Brittany. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Now, you mad because your baby father got you blocked? Yes. We've been together for eight years, and when I finally said I was done with the BS, he skipped on town to Florida and haven't talked to the child since May. Whoa. So, he's put me on the block list. I don't know his social media. If anybody out there follow him, Daddy Hawk seven 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 on Instagram. <laughs> and he got the nerve to call himself Daddy. So he don't have no. He don't have Daddy. no. He doesn't interact with your kids at all. At all in five months, and His I was kids. texting him, texting him, trying to call him. He got me blocked. So yesterday, the number that I have, he finally told me that he doesn't have a son and stopped calling this number. Whoa. And I know he listens because we used to listen to y'all every day for our eight years. Well, you know, so you listening into this quick who? I need you to know that your son needs you, and you need to contact your child. Sad. For real. Yes, Quay Cool. Why don't you just put him on child support, and then warrants will find him. You know what? I need to do that, too. Most definitely. But I'm not even worried about the financial. At this point, I'm worried about my child having a relationship with his father. Yeah. There you go. Sound like he, it sounds like he got a sneaky blood test done and realized it wasn't his, so he no, decided it just to be like out. sounds like he's a deadbeat. Oh, no, baby. We can definitely get blood tests done. I asked him in the hospital. We were together for eight years. Never cheated. How old's your son? My son is three. Okay. All, All right, right, well, uh, hopefully he comes to his senses, but if not, you got to do what you got to do for your child. Kwaku, do what's right, bro. So. What the I hell is so, Kwaku? That's his name, Kwaku. That sounds like something, that's not like one of the Migos that didn't make it. Like, he used to be four Migos. Then <laughs> 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 they cut him. He used to be Quavo, Kwaku, take off and all that. He definitely think he a rapper too, y'all. So. Oh, Lord. Lord. Follow him. Blast him for being a Debbie. Daddy Hawk 777. All right. Everybody go follow Daddy Hawk 777 and say Eesh. deadbeat, deadbeat. All right. <laughs> put hashtag deadbeat on Daddy Hawk 77 page. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, you we got rumors on the way? Yes. Find out what television series they are turning into a movie. You might be happy about this. Also, Little John and Donald Trump. Let's find out about these Uncle Tom allegations. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, we've been telling you about these devices, these suspicious packages that were found in several different locations uh, being mailed to some people who are clearly opponents of Donald Trump. Well, now another package has been found, and that was outside of Robert De Niro's restaurant, Tribeca Grill in Tribeca, which is actually right near where we work up here at the Breakfast Club. It's like three blocks away. Uh, Yes. Why would y'all tell somebody that? 
Okay. We're just trying <laughs> like, to let they, they people understand. Find, have one of these mayonnaise loving uh, racist bigots deliver a package here. All right. All right. Well, the NYPD does have that package, and they are going to be examining all of these packages to get some forensic clues to help identify who sent them. They said unless this person is some type of crazy mad genius, there's so much evidence out there, so they should be able to track that person down. All right. So just giving you all a heads up. It's crazy. When I got to work this morning, I parked in a lot, and there was so many bomb squad trucks undercover. I asked the uh, the cop that walks us walks us to in the building. I was like, what's going on? He said they must have found another bomb, and that's exactly and what clearly happened. clearly they did, mm-hmm. right. All right, so this is in the process of happening right now and getting updated as we speak. Mm-hmm. All right, Christina Milian got into a situation. She actually was trying to go into a party uh, after going to the Bruno Mars concert, and they were trying to get into the bar off of the lobby, but the bouncer blocked them, and that's when all hell broke loose. Now, they're saying that she was with one of her friends, Nicole Williams, from the show Wags and some other people, and they blocked Christina Milian and one other friend from getting in. They said one of the friends who was inside reached to open the gate, and that's when she threw a drink at the bouncer, and things got crazy. He tried to grab her, but then two guys stepped in, and it turned into a brawl. Now, Christina Milian's telling a different story. The hotel manager told the group they could enter the bar. When the bouncer started getting aggressive, they left to go find the manager, and that she did not throw anything at all. Envy, imagine you're going into the club with your friends, mm-hmm. and they block you from going in. I'm not just going to walk into a club without knowing that I'm okay getting in. I, I see that happening exactly. a lot. People just move the velvet rope. No, that's a bouncer's job to make sure you can't go in. So, I mean, if the bouncer says good is good. I mean, I don't own a club. Now, if I own a club, yeah, but it's look, different. She's with a group of people, right? Her and her friends are inside. They're all together. Christina Milan walked up to that club thinking she was popping, mm-hmm. thinking that they seen why do fools fall in love, thinking he was a fan of Dip It Low, and she thought she was just going to march right on in, and boom. And who are you again? Nah, B, you not get in. And Christina then, Million? That, who? That's probably what happened. You have a Christina Million on the list? There's a Christina Million? What? Huh? Christina Milan? Is there a Christina Milan on the list? You said you're from Milan? Yeah. You're visiting from Milan? Anytime. I, I just seen people huh? flip out when they get to the door and, you know, so. I I'm love that. You There's nothing I like more than seeing somebody say, you know who I am? It's a humbling and experience. Somebody yeah, say, absolutely. No, I don't. I don't. Wait right here with everybody else, please. A- absolutely. All right, right Megan Kelly, they're saying that she might actually get fired off of the Today Show and find another role for her over there because of those blackface comments. Let's revisit that. So truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on yes, blackface yes. on Halloween or a black person who puts on whiteface yes. for Halloween. Like, I, ba- okay, back when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as, like, a character. I, there was a controversy on The Real Housewives of New York with Luann as she dresses Diana Ross, and she made her skin look darker than it really is, and people said that that was racist. And I don't know, I thought, like, who doesn't love Diana Ross? She wants to look like Diana Ross for one day. I, I don't know how, like, that got racist on Halloween. I, I don't think that's a fireable offense. Her being well, they're saying that clues. it's not just that. They said there were talks even before those comments happened, and they were not happy with her. She's on the Megan Today Show. Kelly. You knew what you was investing in, right? Some <laughs> like, people felt like they should have never taken her. Right? These people are crazy. You know, she should not have been uh, hired from Fox News for such a huge salary. They said the whole thing has been a disaster. So they're talking about toning down her role. Oh, so they use this as an out. When has Megan Kelly not been controversial? They wanted it, I guess. That's what I'm at saying. First, like until you, they got it. You know who you're investing in when you invest in people like Megan Kelly. So no, you can't. That's not a fireable offense. Well, now she did have these comments. I'm sorry. 
One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. I learned that given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any <sighs> costume. I have never been a PC kind of person, but I do understand the value in being sensitive to our history, particularly on race and ethnicity. This past year has been so painful for many people of color. The country feels so divided and I have no wish to add to that pain and offense. Who wrote that? I hate talking about stuff that's not in our culture and community. Did he open up another school? Word is born. I, like, I, like, who, I don't even care about that man. Cares? He filled apology. And, I and, and smell the truth of the matter is, like I was saying, it's not just this that's a fireable thing. It's the fact that they've been having issues with her. Her ratings aren't good. They've been well, I, I would rather pretty them, low as well. I, I would rather them fire her because her ratings aren't good. Because I think it's whack that they hired Megyn Kelly, knowing who Megyn Kelly is. As she said, she's never been a PC type of individual. So you can't fire her when she says something you don't agree with. When yeah, you but her because of those same opinions. I guess it's a you know it's a culmination of different things. Not just I, just, I just think it's what I'd rather they fire her for ratings than fire her for being Megan Kelly because they hired. Because if her if ratings were great, it probably wouldn't even be a discussion. Did any y'all watch? Did y'all, any of y'all watch her show? I no. didn't even know she had another show. I was like, well, last time like, I knew she had a show was when she had the NBC show and she had Alex Jones on there. I mean, well, one thing I know you guys will be watching is the new movie Bodied. All right, words are weapons. It's battle rap and now it's the talking. most brutal lyrical sport. It's produced by one of the greatest. Eminem, and it's supposed to be a hilarious movie. I haven't seen it yet, but it's called Body, and it's about an accidental rap battle superstar. Uh, critics love it. They're saying it's a brutal, funny masterpiece. It will be in theaters Friday, November 2nd. And if you want to see it, it's bodiedmovie.com. Now, Charlamagne, you're involved in this. Yes, uh, I've seen the movie because I'm actually in it. Uh, I play a character called Honey Grams, <laughs> and I'm a producer on it. Drop on the clues bombs for Joseph Kahn. Is it 100 grams or 100 grams? 100. Okay. 100 grams. Uh, what are you playing it? 100 grams. Okay. Oh, I play. I played. Uh, uh, <laughs> what are you playing it? Are the you, ra- are you body, battle rapping? The movie rapping? Bodied is about battle rap. So are you, are you I play. Rapper? I play the host and promoter of the battle rap. So you're like Mackay Pfeiffer. I'm like Smack. You uh, know what I'm saying? I play the Smack. Why didn't you rap? Film. What was your rap name back in the day? Dizzy Van Winkle. But what's I got to do with <laughs> you? So you could have been a rapper then. No, I'm Charlemagne the God. No, I'm promote, Put you in I'm, the face. No, I'm the one who promotes the battles and uh and uh, spray you with All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. Yeah. Put that's you out of too space. Much. It's a good movie though. November second, it'll be out. Don't it, try to trace. And it's not PC at all. Me, Perry Sweet, Van Winkle. Uh. To my man Jackie Long. It was Dizzy Van Winkle. Uh, I don't Dizzy. know who Perry Van Winkle is. <laughs> Sounds like something you used to buy in the '90s to wear. You and Clue, when you first got your first check from Desert Stone, go buy all the Perry Van Winkle you can. That's Perry Winkle, sir. Okay, Perry Winkle. Take the van out. Perry Winkle. It's a nice purplish color. Morning, everybody. It's the JMV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, let's hit the drum roll. I Last year, we raised over $800,000. For what? For what, though? And this year, we are back. The Change for Change Radio Thon. That's right, Thursday, November 15th. Why well, don't hear no bombs? Come on, give me. There you there go, go. drum. November 15th, 18 hours on the radio, 6 a.m. to 12 midnight. Let's slow down. Let's pump our brakes for a minute. Last year, we did a radiothon. Right. Called Change for Change. Correct. We was on the air from 6 a.m. to midnight. Correct. And we raised money for the Gathering for Justice Movement. Over $800,000. Yes, the Gathering for Justice Movement uh, represents uh, Colin Kaepernick's Know Your Rights Camp, uh, the Women's March, and Justice League NYC. 
we just thought that would be a, a good thing to do for the holidays. You know, raise money for those who are out there on the front lines fighting for us, right? Correct. And this year we're back, but it's a different organization that we're raising money for. And thank you to for. everybody last year who donated. That's actually what brought us to over $800,000, even if people were yes. donating $5, $10, mm-hmm. whatever they could do. And this year, we're doing it for Project Project 375. Yes, founded by NFL player Brandon Marshall, who after years of struggling with mental illness, was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder in 2011. And their mission is to raise awareness of mental health in the stigma and raise funding for treatment. Now, if you want to donate this year, you have to text the word CHANGE to 52182 or you can go to BC that's for Breakfast Club BC Change the number 4 change.com BC Change for change.com Alright and it's powered by Doze Beds to benefit Project 375 again Thursday November 15th 6 a.m. to 12 midnight, we will be on your radio all day long raising money. So For Project 375. Hopefully you can donate and again you can text CHANGE to 52182, $5, $1, $10, $20, $7. It doesn't matter what you have. Every bit counts. So let's get ready for this uh, nice little this nice little day we're going to have next week, Thursday, November mm-hmm. 15th. Okay. We'll be at the radio station literally all day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to send us food, right? If you want to send us water, you want to send us drinks. Massages. Okay. Hey, we're taking all of that. All right. It takes <laughs> a long it's, 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 Listen, we all getting up in age. To be here from 6 a.m. to midnight, is a struggle. You hear me? We'll do it. We'll be able to do it. No problem. Uh, yeah, I hear you're playing Cardi B money under this. Okay. It's light work. All right. Well, now let's... How much we donating? How much did we donate last year as a collective? Uh, You mean as a station 000. or a breakfast club? Us, us three. 15,000. 15, 15, 15 grand? All right. How much y'all donating this shit? <laughs> I don't want to count y'all pockets. I don't know. You know, I've had a pretty good year. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm out here struggling, brother. You oh, know what I okay. mean? I got five kids. You know, they in school. You know, I got school three kids. Goes. I had a new baby this year. And yeah. you got five tax write-offs. And what happened? I got I got two more than you. Uh, you know, it's tough out here. But we're going to oh, donate. Okay. Yeah, we absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's all that matters. Donate. Listen, we're not counting anybody's pockets. Not all we're all. saying is to donate. It's not a competition to see who could donate the most. It's just being involved. And anybody that is trying to eradicate the stigma of mental health, I'm all for. So salute to my my man Brandon Marshall, Project 375. Right. All right. Well, now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk about your president. Well, before we get into that, I want to get into this breaking news story that we've been talking about this morning. The fatalities at the Borderline Bar and Grill in California. There was a mass shooting. Right now, they have confirmed that there are 13 fatality fatalities there. Mm. And that bar is actually a place that was very popular for students. A lot of the students from nearby universities like California Lutheran University and nearby Pepperdine mm. were there that night. They said there were about 200 people inside when this happened. 13 people, which includes a sheriff's deputy and the the gunmen were killed in that shooting. Earlier, they said they thought the gunman was still inside. It was contained. Now they have confirmed that the gunman was actually killed as well. They did find him dead inside. Now, they said it is a horrific scene. There's blood everywhere. They do not know what the gunman's motive was as of yet. And they're saying they don't know if it's a case of terrorism. So far, they said the only weapon found in the initial sweep was a handgun. Witnesses are saying it sounded like a semi-automatic weapon. Uh, So... That is the information that we have right now. They said the gunman threw smoke bombs when he actually entered the bar, perhaps to cause confusion. 
They said that some people broke windows trying to get out or they smashed windows so that other people could actually get free as well. Wow. This is horrible. And this is why when we talk about the climate of the country and people say, well, Trump is making the economy better, that's great. But how can we truly have a great quality of life when these kind of hate crimes are on the rise? How can you go out and enjoy your money if you got to worry about somebody just walking into a bar and, and, and shooting it up for no damn reason? But he was shot, correct. Or coming into your church and shooting you up yes, for no damn reason. Yes, he is dead. He's dead, okay. All your synagogue, all your mosque, or whatever it is. And at this point in time, we don't know how he was killed. We don't know if he killed himself, mm-hmm. if somebody killed him. But we do know that he is dead. And we don't have no information on him, right? We don't no, know. No, we don't know any information. And we don't have a motive. And I know somebody will say to me, well, Charlamagne, this is not a hate crime. Anytime you walk into an establishment and just start killing random people, it's a hate crime. <laughs> right? Okay? Clearly, you hate the people in this establishment. Right. And you hate yourself. All right. What else we got? Yeah, that's what we're talking about right now. Well, do we have time? Uh, we got one more. All right, well, let's talk about Donald Trump. He has actually pulled CNN reporter Jim Acosta's press card after they had a confrontation at his press conference. Uh, Donald Trump was supposed to be answering questions from the press. And here's what happened when Jim Acosta asked him about the the quote-unquote impending invasion by people in the refugee caravan. Your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and so on. Well, that's true. They weren't actors. They're not going to be doing that. They weren't actors. Honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN, right. and if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I may okay, ask one enough. other question, Mr. President, if I may, if I may uh, ask Peter, one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's you know, enough. Mr. President, I, well, that's I was enough. Going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. I'm, I'm, Mr. Excuse President, me. that's enough. <sighs> I love Goodness. it. I know. I'm, I know. I know. I, I love it. Like, nobody deflects from questions they don't want to answer better than Donald Trump. Well, he also accuses other people of being rude, and he did that to Jim Acosta. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. I I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. in Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts. Well, his I'm not a big fan of yours either. Drop on the clues bomb for Donald Trump. Everyone focuses on how rude Trump is, so he won because we're not focusing on the fact that he is not answering any questions. And that was NBC's mm-hmm. Peter Alexander who actually came to Jim Acosta's the, defense. The man works the room, man. He had everybody in there spinning. Oh my goodness. The Takashi Six Nine of presidents. Drop on the clues bomb for Donald Trump. All right. Well, that's front page news. Now, when we come back, Tracy Morgan will be joining us. We'll kick it with Tracy Morgan, comedian, last OG and all that. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir, the OG. Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan. Let me tell you, happy early born day, too, man. You're born day in a few Thank days, Thank you, man. yes, sir. Yo, can I ask you a question, child? Uh-huh. And you have a lot of wisdom, knowledge, wisdom, being, bringing forth understanding. Yes, sir. Uh, what is the opposite of death? Life. No, you're wrong. Tell me. It's birth. Ooh, okay. That's mm-hmm. a fact. That's a jewel for you. Mm-hmm. Holla at me. <laughs> how do how do you how do you uh, how, how different do birthdays feel after the accident? After the accident, I, that was four years ago. My birthday, I, I'm regular. I've never been big on it. Yeah, it's it comes and it goes, but I've not changed. Mm-hmm. I still feel 16. You know, fairy tales can come true. It can happen for you if you're young at heart. You think they planning a stay, big surprise for you? I don't know. I don't get involved in that. You're not supposed to. I stay to. focused. Mm-hmm. I stay focused from day to day mm-hmm. after the accident. I take it day to day. I don't take today for granted. Where, where, where? And I just try to spread that love, man. You still enjoy comedy? Yes. Why? We just 
first of all, when I do it, I, it's more, it's bigger than me. Mm-hmm. So it's not about me enjoying it. That's the wrong question. It's about the people enjoying it. People enjoying Did you guys have fun? <laughs> we had fun. We went on a journey. You know, I'm just a vehicle. You know, when I do stand-up and when we do entertainment, we are in service to others. Right. We are in service to them. That's why he kept me and spared my life. He spared your life. You woke up this morning? Damn right. Because you ain't got to get by no truck. And you ain't got to get shot or stabbed. You can simply lay your healthy ass down with the juice bar and just not wake up. When you ready to meet you, he gonna meet you. That's real. Your best bet is to run your race. You got to spread that love to everybody. White, black, male, female, straight, gay. I love you and you can't do nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Only thing you could do is love me back, brother. I see Lil Rel at the Emmys. I just, yeah, I love you. Stay funny. I don't got no beef with you. I don't even know you. Oh, so you seen Rel since he made the comments when he called you Yeah, a I don't hater. care about that. Yeah. That's a lie. Like Mason said, there's only hate when you're lying. My son. If you listen to the interview, mm-hmm. I didn't take anything from Tiffany. I love Tiffany. I gave her a job. She's my co-star. Chris, you answering all our questions but, before we ask I know. Because I knew so you was going to ask that clip. I knew you was going to ask that. So I'm answering it. Well, let's play the interview where people were mad and said that you were hating on Tiffany Haddish. How has it been watching Tiffany Haddish blow up? And did you know her? We're not going to go there? No. Why? Because Tiffany's not the only one. This is not Tiffany Child. This is Tracy Morgan. This is the last OG. So you might as well, if you're going to ask that about Tiffany, ask that about Cedric. And ask that about craft services. Everyone that come to work every day on that show, we not going to go there. I took nothing from her. I was just giving homage, paying homage to those who wake up every morning. I didn't take anything from my sister. I love you. Me and you are doing it. We're providing a service for the world. But those who get up in the morning and lift these heavy boxes and make sure we look good. I just wanted to take the time to give them that. So when you caught me a hater on the radio, I was like, what? I love this dude. Mm -hmm. The last time I saw him, he interviewed me after the accident. You said you loved me. I do love you. So you were just saying that because that's your girlfriend. But I love her. Yeah, Tiffany's like family to me. But I know, but you don't have to protect her, protecting her by hurting me. Because when people say that word with me, Mm -hmm. this is a 30-year career right here. I never had no problems with no one. Mm -hmm. So now all of a sudden I'm this? No, dude, you don't got to go there. Did you feel like you sounded like a hater, though? No. I I felt like I sounded like I was giving the production props. Mm Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like that. Craft but people are oversensitive. I was just saying to the grips, the craft service, people that make us look good. Mm-hmm. I look at craft service. Sometimes I take the time out from being Tracy Morgan, the star, and I look at others, man. I don't cry for me, man. Don't cry for me. Okay, I had a misfortune accident. Don't cry for me. Cry for others, man. My grandmother told me, when you think you doing bad, there's always somebody out there worse. Right. There's people out there in the world with nobody in love. Nobody loved them. How about that? What is happiness? What is happiness? Whatever you think it is wrong. Yeah, subjective. It's simpler than that. Yeah. It's way simpler than that. You know what happy, true happiness is? Having something to look forward to. You got kids. I know you got kids. Five. I follow you. Mm-hmm. And you look forward to them graduating. That smile, that's them. where your happiness lies. Damn right. Simple and plain, man. I'm not no fool. Mm-hmm. You see what I do with my community. I don't want to talk about that. I'd rather talk about me getting the key to Brooklyn for my services. Mm-hmm. Hey. Giving back. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about me turning 50. I'm joining the 50 club, and I love it. I thought I knew it all when I was 27. Mm-hmm. Comes to find out I ain't knew nothing. I just <laughs> thought I knew. Mm-hmm. You turn 50, you be like, wow. I'm smarter than him. Not because that's the way it is. I've been here longer. Experience. That's I don't care what you say in that mic. Yo, this is a 30-year career. Homie, what you do is just buckle down and go for yours. Don't spend time worrying about who's hating and this, that, that. No. 
I see Tiffany almost every day when we working. Be cool. As far as I'm concerned, my wife is home. If I want beef, I go with my wife. You know what I'm saying? And me and her get along. I got a mother. I got a five-year-old daughter. I got sisters. I got aunts. I got all of that. I got friends, females. Ain't none of them ever going to say I'm a hater. No, Tracy's giving. Eat shirt off my back, kid. Yes, sir. Follow me, kid. I know where the Underground Railroad is, man. You want to be free? Shout out to your ass better follow me, man. Absolutely. All right, then. Let's go. We ain't talking no more. We in the barn. <laughs> we in the barn. Let's go. Just shut, the, shut up and wait for Sister Harriet to tell to come. She on the way. Yeah, she go right there. Let's go. Let's get, y'all get, y'all get them kids and get them, them bags. Let's go. How does 50 feel? How you feel? I feel, I mean, good. yeah, I turned 40 it, this year. It felt different. It feels good. Thank yeah. God you here. Yeah. different. Thank God you here. You know why? Negative or positive, you make a difference, kid. People look forward right. to listening to the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. You 40. Right. When you turned 40, how did you feel? You felt great. Yeah, Please felt, say yeah. you felt great. I felt great. I felt great. I'm 40. I felt great. Mm-hmm. Knowledge yeah. being born, man. That's right. All right, we got more with Tracy Morgan when we come back. And also, when we come back, we got to ask him about another comedian that is pretty pissed off at him. Rob Stapleton said he wrote for him. He helped him out so much. And then Tracy just doesn't answer his phone calls. We'll talk to him when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Tracy Morgan in the building. Rob was a little upset when he came up here. To Rob Stapleton. Rob Stapleton. About what? Um, he, said that, he said that one person he thought would never shit on him on him and it was Tracy the, we Morgan. Have the, we have the actual. I don't mind that. And he told us. Charlie feels that way. I did nothing. No yeah, one. We have the, the audio. He told a story. I did nothing. I, I hit Tracy. You know, Tracy's a full blown superstar now. Where he changes. So no, I don't even have his direct number. So I hit my man and said, "Yo, tell Trey I need to speak to him about the film." I didn't even need money from Turn Tracy. The film's already done. Turn I said, "Trey, I want you to." Ex- I've been uh, in this game thirty years. I told my brother, "Don't knock on my door, because I don't knock on yours." Mm. If I gave you what was on my plate, then I'm not being fair to my family because when we ain't got who we going to go through. I look at it like everybody beefing like that. Would you have did that for me if you just full-blown thought? I doubt it. People say one thing and do another. I think he said he, he wrote for you before and, and, and helped no, you No, he never before. wrote for me. Come on, I'm Tracy Morgan. Who funny to me? How you going to write this humor? Even on SNL, I wrote for myself. If you don't write for yourself, you don't eat. You had people to help you write, though, right? No. I mean, you had you had writers there, yeah. and then the, we would join in. We would collaborate. Listen, that, the that gift the is thing. not just competition. Mm-hmm. The gift is collaboration. This, I don't care about that negativity. Too much of it in the world. Imagine if I got involved with the negativity. It would take for my sense of humor. Well, people, oh. people helped you on your way up, though, right, Trace? Yeah. We, then if that's a so problem, she, we got to go back to my mother. So, I no. should. We got to go back to my mother. Every time that doctor said push, then we go to go there. I'm starting with my mama. They got uncles that kept me away from the streets, kept me in sports. But just career-wise, so comedy. Career-wise, listen, that was a me. Martin. That was me. Yeah, yeah. But the people that helped Martin you. Lawrence is the one that is my OG. Mm-hmm. If I wasn't funny, I wouldn't have been on Martin. I remember one day I had the Tracy Morgan show, and the little boy Bobby, Jay Thompson, was getting off. He's coming off. So they called me out the bird break, and I went out there. And Jeff Zucker, I was having a meeting with Jeff Zucker. And he said, so I hear the, the little boy's upstaging you. And he didn't really, you know, I was just smart. I said, well, if he's not, I don't want him on my show. Mm-hmm. I only mess with the best. I'm a smart businessman. I created the OG. I lived with that for eight years. That's my life. Every storyline goes through me. Cause that's my life. I'll fight the studio and fight the studio till I can't fight no more. Then you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna quit. 
Don't get canceled anyway, because you can't do my life better than me. I love that you guys also one. did that basketball court that I was at with you That's in Brooklyn. That's really happened. In mm-hmm. Best Eye. They actually you know what's going to happen this season? What? You was on a set. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a little glimpse. So we did, I did 15 years in prison. I didn't get to see my kids being born. We're going to visit a lot of areas this year in Lasso G. And you know these people. Why you think people gravitate to the show? We are color in a dark place. The last OG is the most honest show about crack that I've ever seen <laughs> with commercials. Word. This is not a black show, man. It's a human show. It's about love. It's about forgiveness. It's about second chances. Where the second chance part you think came from? Mm. You got to forgive, man. Mm-hmm. Love and forgiveness is still the most powerful thing in the earth. And instead of me beefing with Lil Rel, I extended my hand and said, I love you, brother. Stay funny. He don't need me coming at him. For what? That's not fair. I love Tiffany. I gave her someplace safe to work, warm, loving, and free. I learned that from Denzel. Yeah, I, I know it starts with me. I'm the leader there. Don't so when the word hate is using me, that's hurtful. Mm-hmm. That's really hurtful. You know, let me tell you something, man. I told you before, you know what I mean? You go back like spinal cords and car seats. You know how my heart is. Mm-hmm. You know what kind of man I am. And so do you, and so do you. Mm-hmm. The hardest part of that accident was forgiving that driver. If I could forgive him, who hurt me really bad, and my friends, and killed my other friend, then I could forgive anybody in the world. How do you use your position to make it easier for other other comedians? I'm getting up? the key to Brooklyn. You was there when I put that park in Marcy. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my prestige and help others. How did you get to the point to, to, to forgive? When, when did you open up and say, my dad, I have to forgive? When I was a baby. You don't just become a good person. That was put in me. I know my pedigree tree. <laughs> My dad came back from Vietnam, and he taught me well as a youngster. Let me tell you where you are and who you are, little black boy. Knowledge yourself, key to the universe. You have to forgive. But in order to be understood, you got to understand. I love you, Rob Stapleton, and you know that. Me and you go back like spinal cords and car seats. But right now, I'm focused. Forgive me if I cannot, but one day, hopefully, I'll be able to return to love in that form. But if... You get on the radio and say bad things about me because I can't help you right now, and I'm not in a position like that. I'm not. Well, he, he said that you didn't even you Return wouldn't even give him a courtesy right, yeah, call was, back. Yeah, like, no, that's a lie. I see Rob all the time. I'm not running. I'm not hiding. You're you're a funny man, Rob. You can make it happen. I worked hard to be where I'm at to get on SNL and all that. I had to over most a lot of black people that do SNL suffer from uh, what is that when you scared of white people being. With, um, Whitephobia. No, not, not that. <laughs> <laughs> they um, they have um, I forget the name, when the deer's in front of headlights. Oh, I think it's stuck. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You come from a world of black, and now you're in front of an all-white audience. You might get stuck. Let me tell you something, man. White people laugh at the same thing we laugh at. You just gotta use more details. You gotta use when you paint your picture. Just use more details so they'll get it. <laughs> they'll get it. Mm-hmm. Is it possible to do great comedy without offending people nowadays? No, if you don't offend nobody, you're probably not funny. Mm-hmm. It's just that some reason or not, they're putting us all in different brackets now. I'm comedian. I'm the one that's supposed to hold up the mirror. If we just looked at the news all day, we'd be miserable. Mm-hmm. I'm the other side. I'm the sense of humor. God didn't give me material. He gave me a sense of humor. The blessing wasn't material. If your third eye is open, the material's right in front of you. You'll see it. Absolutely. Are you able to find humor in anything? This is what Martin used to do to me. Take an orange. What's funny about that? That's an exercise, right? Mm. Mm. You can find a humor. God bless us all with a sense of humor. If you don't laugh, you're going to cry. Mm. I'm not concerned with that. That's a gift that was given to me. I clean it off. 
and I'm still a fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of Tiffany. I'm a fan of Lil Rel. I know how hard it is to get on stage and make the world laugh mm-hmm. when they ain't got nothing to laugh about. Mm-hmm. You know what comedy is? You want to know what comedy is? What's, What's comedy? comedy? What's comedy? Knowing who you are, where you from, and perfection. You look at Def Jam when I first started and I had the propeller hat on. What was in front of it? A food stamp. Tracy Morgan made it a fashion statement to be on welfare. <laughs> I'm the first one. I'm the voice of a whole generation. I'm the first one to start saying my baby mother. My baby mother. Nobody was saying that before me. I changed it. I'm like James Brown. But then I had to go to SNL. That's when you evolve. Mm-hmm. Got to grow. You got to grow. You can't be looking for the way to give you nothing. You got to keep evolving. Why you think the dinosaurs ain't here no more? It didn't evolve quick enough. You will evolve. One day you might be Brian Gumble, the next Brian Gumble. <laughs> <laughs> A true living journalist. No, you right now, you just word on the street. Every day is about evolution. I'm with it's you. It's about evolving yeah. and sometimes evolving. Because yeah. the, world, the world is doing this and this and this at the same time around the sun. I call you son because you shine like that. All right, we got more with Tracy Morgan when we come back, all right? We got to talk about his show that he's doing in New York City. Also, also, we'll ask him how he feels about comedians beefing. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Tracy Morgan in the building. Yee. You don't ever feel like moving back to Brooklyn? No. <laughs> I'm just asking. No. You, in, you see a tree? <laughs> you see a tree? Yes. It grows away from the roots. <laughs> Them street taxes is the mother. Mm-hmm. Well, now I told you, I got what's on my place. I got to say that for my fam. Mm-hmm. My daughter's five years old. I'm thinking about her future. Mm-hmm. 13, she might go to boarding school. Because she's going to be a lady. Her mother's a lady. Um, thank God for that. Mm-hmm. Those boarding school kids are kind of wild, though. What, boarding schools? Yes. I don't know. I let, you got to talk to her mother about it. Even that. in private schools? You have to talk, I'm day. daddy. I bring home the bacon. She fried up in the pan. It's just a torch. She's on the side. We're not going to get in my head yet. Boarding <laughs> schools are crazy. I go, my wife be like this. <laughs> you go to the breakfast club. What? <laughs> you come home with that? <laughs> no, stop it. <laughs> I just think about it. I just said boarding school. I mean, boarding schools is crazy. Already in there. Already in there moving furniture around. And already in there. Already in there moving furniture around. Just, they be like, that's a good idea. Girl, that's a good idea. That's all you had to say. The girl is fine. All <laughs> time before that. As, as the OG, how do you feel when you see comedians beefing with other comedians? I've never seen that with Eddie Murphy and um, Arsenio. Simba, I never seen that. Right. So I don't know what that is. I just think that doing stand up is one of the hardest things to do in the world. Right. So we should support one another. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't dig it. I'm 50 years old. I look like beefing. I got my oldest son is 33. You are the OG. You ever thought about calling? Huh? You ever thought about calling? Yeah, you like when you see Cat Williams going Cat. at Kev. Yeah, I don't Williams know what that is. Uh... I stay away from that. The fray of it. I got hit by a truck four years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't have time for that. So I get what you're saying about Rob. But right now, I don't then position to help anyone like that. Mm-hmm. You have to really go get your agent. That's how I did it. My agent set me up with a meeting with TBS. And I pitched my idea. Now I'm here. I think he just wanted to hear that from you. I yeah, think- well, Rob, that's where I'm at with it. I'm sorry I couldn't take your call. Probably was busy. Because outside of show business, I'm with my family. And I do not wish to be disturbed. I'm with my family. Who needs me more than anybody in this planet? That little girl. Why you think I fought so hard to come out that coma, man? She was only 10 months. My wife is young, man. My wife, 18 years old, younger than me. And my sons are growing. I got to be here. 
don't think about scripts and all that all day, 24-7. What's my priority? You are very direct and very blunt, Trace. Are you aware when you may say something that may hurt somebody's feelings? No, because I'm always considering other people's feelings. Mm -hmm. I'm considerate. I get that from my mom. You have to consider. You tell the truth. At least I tell the truth. But yeah, but you hurt him. He got feelings. You have to be considerate. It's time that me and my old lady go at it, and she'll say things in an argument. I love you, May. But there's times she might say something, and I just get real quiet. That's how you let them know. You hurt me. Ten minutes later, came and kissed me on my forehead. Said, I'm sorry I said that. Because when emotions, emotions, right. people say things that they don't mean. I know Rel said that out of emotions. Tiffany feelings might have got hurt. I don't know. You have a lot of pub coming at you. I just took the time just to thank those who don't get that. Right. Just to let them know we appreciate you coming to work every day and doing what you do for us. I'm quite sure Tiffany feels that way, too. That's what I thought. Do you and Tiff speak? Did y'all speak after all that? Oh, they okay. do the show together. Yeah, yeah. But she has a world. But I know if they had a she conversation has a world. No, she has a whole world. But listen, when that happened, it was the day before when we had the dinner, the day before the first day of shooting, mm -hmm. and she might have been concerned. And I walked up to her, and I just grabbed her. Come here. I'm so happy you're here. She needed that. And I could feel her just melting my arms. Like, a ton of bricks were off of her. Sometimes no it's other people weighing in on things that make you feel like things get blown out of proportion. Like but it's you, the internet, too. Things are out of right, context. because so everybody's see, weighing if, in. If we hear Tracy and I'm like, damn, Tracy sounds like he hating on Tiff. As a brother, I'm going to come to my sister's defense. Same yeah, thing no. with rap. No way. I'll never hate on no one, man. As long as you're telling the truth, you don't got to defend it. I don't even worry about it when I get on stage. It's the truth. If I get into sex and I get raunchy, it's still the truth if you think about it. It's on your mind. Yeah, you? you all tore salad. <laughs> if you go, if you eat that, you toss salad. It ain't that far apart. That's the bridge over troubled water, and we all slip. Sometimes you have that aroma in your beard. Ain't nobody slipping. I know you got that <laughs> in this beard. I got that butt that in this beard. You know she wanted. I'm gonna toss that salad. It's a drama beard smelling. So part of love making. When I'm there, I'm crazy. When you got me there, I'm crazy. I'm a man. And ain't nothing better than woman. It's God's greatest creation. We just don't appreciate y'all like we should. But you know, man, we don't miss the water to the well run dry. We now learning to call you all night long crying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yo, yeah, come on, man. I ain't mean it. Well, you should have thought about that. You're gonna be at the bigger theater November 10th. Yeah, that's my birthday. November 10th. Yeah, it's your day, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling I'm feeling great. On my birthday, you know, God gave me a gift to make others laugh on my birthday. You can't beat that. So if you asking me, it's, it's, it's good to make you laugh. Mm -hmm. You're so controversial. But Tracy Morgan makes Charlamagne. He love Trey. When you said that, I don't care about that. I know how you feel about me. I don't care about that. He at work. You know it. I can still love you, and if I feel like you sounded like a And I, I love you. Like I just said. And I know you would check me the same way. As long as we are men, we yeah. discuss it. Only kids get the fighting and all of that. We better know why these kids today are so emotional, why they're shooting. Right. Because they have no hope. No one's ever gave them any reason to have hope. Emotion. Because once people know they can trigger you, it's a wrap for you, weak man. I'm going to trigger him. Then I'm going to film it. Then I'm going to show others my handiwork. That's why I never responded to none of that stuff because right. it's not true. It goes away when you don't. Once you respond, she's gonna trigger you. It becomes and when you bigger. respond, it comes a story. Mm -hmm. And now our argument over meatloaf just turned into divorce because it was unresolved stuff in the in the relationship. That's real. Right. It should have been resolved right there. We have 168 hours in a in a week. In a week. 
we got to take one of those hours sacredly, me and you, because I love you, mm-hmm. and resolve this mm-hmm. issue. Can we? Absolutely. Then let's talk about it. Did you and Rel get to do that, or it was just a hand No, shake? I just told him. I resolved yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. told him I love you. Mm-hmm. Stay funny. That's it. He should have known that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man to man, he should have known that. Mm-hmm. Dude ain't got no animosity or anything towards me. I don't. I feel grateful. Mm-hmm. I survived. Jimmy Mac didn't. Right. Rest in peace, Jimmy Mac. Rest in peace, Pop. You know I love you, OG. That's right, November 10th. Get your tickets. Beacon Theater. It's Tracy's Born Day. Thank you, Tracy, for Take joining your girl, us. Take your girl. I love y'all. Get some all y'all. You know how I feel? You better be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> she don't know you know I'm coming. <laughs> Why do you have to be a surprise? Damn. Man, open his mouth all the time. Huh? That had to be a surprise. That was going to be a surprise tonight, the salad tossing. Ah. <laughs> it's Tracy Morgan. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee. Charlamagne yeah. the guy. We are The Breakfast yeah. Club. Yeah. Yo. Let's get to these rumors to talk Angela Simmons. It's time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, really, Angela Simmons' ex-fiance, uh, Sutton Tennyson, we told you that he was murdered at his home. Now the man who is being accused has turned himself into authorities. His name is Michael Williams. He told, uh, according to his lawyer. They're saying that he denies the allegations that he shot and killed Sutton Tennyson, but he did have to turn himself in because I guess he's the alleged uh, shooter. And we'll we'll keep you guys updated on what's happening, but he has been charged with murder, aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, and possession of a firearm during commission of a felony. All right. That's sad. Yeah, really. Prayers up for Angela Simmons. Absolutely. Prayers up for her son. She got a lot of... The the young man will have a lot of dope father figures in his life, though. From, you know, his grandfather, his grandfather, uncle. Absolutely. Yeah, so prayers up for him, man. Yes, and prayers her. to his family as well. All right, now Kiki Wyatt, fortunately for her, she has found herself a new man to fall in love with. She was going through a lot. We all saw her in R&B Divas Atlanta. Her husband left her while she was eight months pregnant, told her he was leaving her. Well, now she's found a new man, and she's gotten married last month to Zachariah Daring. Here's what she had to say on TMZ. My baby is cancer-free. Oh, my new husband, Zachariah J. Your new husband, what? My new husband. This man will never tell me, oh, I'm tired of dealing with you, you pregnant. I'm tired of dealing with you and this, this baby with cancer. I, I can't deal with you, your mouth no more. Like I'm not supposed to have emotional problems, nor my baby is on his deathbed. Mm. Yeah, she had a child that was also fighting cancer at the time, and she was pregnant when her ex left her. Mm. So now she's found the love of her life, so shout out to her for that. Congrats to her. Right, now Selena Gomez, she is out of rehab. You know, she was admitted into a psychiatric facility just in September. She had an emotional breakdown. She also had some complications from her 2017 kidney transplant. Well, now she is out of treatment. She's in New York City. She's doing much better. She's refreshed. They said she will be at home. She's going to lay low before she goes back to work and still check in with medical professionals as her health battle is ongoing. Damn right. Mental health is wealth, damn it. Okay? Why not? Everybody that was looking forward to see Floyd Mayweather fight again, it's not happening. He just recently, they announced that there was going to be a fight. He was even at the press conference and participated in it on Sunday. (laughs) What happened? Promoting the fight. But now he's saying that he's not going to do that fight. He says he only ever agreed to fight uh, Tenten Nasukawa in a private closed-door three-round exhibition fight for a small group of wealthy spectators for a very large fee. Oh, mm. my God. I know he got money problems now. And can't, nobody, can't nobody convince me otherwise now. Now he said he got to the press conference, 
And the promoters told the media it would be a globally televised super fight. He said he went along with the press conference because he was blindsided and didn't want to create a disturbance. Yeah, right. I think we got to thank 50 Cent for uh, highlighting the fact that we. I really believe Floyd Mayweather must be having some type of financial problem. Can't be. He just uh, made 400 million. Yeah, okay, and you still got to keep that lifestyle up. Now here's Floyd's <clears throat> statement. He did say, now that I'm back on the U.S. soil after a long and disappointing trip to Tokyo, I now have the time to address you, my fans, and the media in regards to the upcoming event on December 31st that was recently announced. First and foremost, I want to be clear that I, Floyd Mayweather, never agreed to an official bout with Tenshin Natsukawa. In fact, with all due respect, I've never heard of him until this recent trip to Japan. Ultimately, I was asked to participate in a nine-minute exhibition of three rounds with an opponent selected by the Ryzen Fighting Federation. Here's the thing. They, they announced it. It didn't get the reaction that they wanted. He, they realized that they probably wouldn't do good with pay-per-view buys. Who wants to? Who's ordering that on December 31st, New Year's Eve? On New Year's Eve, who's watching Floyd Mayweather fight some random unknown person? I really think he thought it was going to be a private little thing, and I, I feel like he thought it was going to be a bunch of... Uh, Overseas millionaires and billionaires to watch this thing, and they yeah, like this is a business. Bl- that's kinky, bro. This is a this is a business. I'm not gonna lie, that's kinky. You got that? a bunch of old rich people in a room, and it's just y'all two in there fighting each other for three rounds. That's that, I don't know, man. That mm-hmm. that sounds like you living uh, fight to fight to me. All I right, well not. I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now. Charlamagne. Yes. Who you giving that donkey to? I've been meaning to get around, getting around. I've been meaning to get, and what am I trying to say? Where you going? I've been meaning to get around. There you go. To doing this. But uh, I haven't had time. But today we'll do it. Rebel Wilson needs to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a word with her. All right. We'll get into that next. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore. He's stopping the dark wizard Grindelwald's plans to divide the wizarding world. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. In theaters, November 16th, rated PG-13. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey shit. It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, <laughs> hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey today? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. The Breakfast Club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, uh, donkey today for Thursday, November 8th goes to Rebel Wilson. Now, I apologize. I wanted to get to Rebel earlier this week, but I had bigger fish to fry with elections and whatnot. But the fish has been fried, and now we have moved on. And we will scramble the human Twitter egg that is Rebel Wilson. Now, here's the thing about culturally clueless people. You are clueless to anything outside of your own culture, outside of the bubble that you choose to live in. You aren't aware of other people, other places, other things, other than what you know and what you tend to learn the hard way as a culturally clueless person is that the world doesn't revolve around you. All right, Rebel Wilson learned that the hard way when she appeared on the Ellen DeGeneres show to discuss her upcoming film, Isn't It Romantic? She made some claims that simply weren't true. Let's listen to what Rebel had to say on Ellen. And also, I'm kind of proud to be the first ever plus-size girl to be the star of the romantic comedy. Uh, Okay. This is the beauty of the era we live in. When people make inaccurate statements, they get checked in real time via social media. A Caucasian comrade, Twitter name, at half a pint doll tweeted, I love Rebel Wilson as much as the next girl, but she isn't the first plus-size woman to play the lead in a romantic comedy. Queen Latifah and Monique have played have both played rom-com leads. Now, instead of listening with the intent to understand, Rebel was clearly listening with the intent to reply because instead of using her Googles, 
just simply doing our Googles and simply searching Queen Latifah romantic comedy. I'm sure The Last Holiday, which came out in 2006, would have popped up. Just Right from 2010 would have popped up. Monique romantic comedy, Fat Girls, 2006 would have popped up. Instead of doing our Googles, Rebel decided to double down on her cultural cluelessness and say, hey girl, yeah, of course I know these movies, but it was questionable as to whether one, technically those actresses were plus size when filming those movies. Huh? <laughs> huh? Mm-mm. Queen Latifah and Monique? Or two, technically, those films are categorized, billed as a studio rom-com with a sole lead, so there's a slight gray area. Where did you hear this technically from? I I don't know. You see, what makes you stupid isn't what you don't know. It's what you don't want to learn. And this is the issue with entitlement and privilege. See, when you're a minority, you kind of have to know what everyone else is doing and what everyone else got going on simply as a method of survival. In order to navigate your way through the world, you got to know about others. Rebel don't have to do that, okay? That's why it's easy for them to minimize our accomplishments or act like our accomplishments don't exist. But this is the same country that had the three-fifths compromise, okay? They count three out of every five slaves as a person for this purpose, okay? See, there wasn't another plus-size black actress for Rebel to add with Monique and Queen Latifah. If there was, she would have acknowledged that it was at least one other plus-size black actress who came before her. I know Rebel is Australian. And that's an American thing. But it doesn't take you long once you get here to realize the ways of the land. And whether Rebel knows this or not, this is a classic example of being a colonizer, right? <laughs> Acting like you discovered land that we already conquered. Now, Rebel did apologize. She tweeted, with the help of some very compassionate and well-thought-out responses from others on social media, I now realize what I said was not only wrong, but also incredibly hurtful to be a part of a problem. I was hoping I was helping make it better, but that makes it that much more embarrassing and hard to acknowledge. I blocked people on Twitter because I was hurting from criticism. As an Australian woman, I don't like being called Piggy Azalea, but those are the people I actually need to hear from more, not less. Again, I am deeply sorry. Okay, Rebel. Uh, It's that simple. All right, Nice apology. Cool. Just don't be the Christopher Columbus of plus-size actresses. Pay homage to those who came before you. It's not hard. Let Kathy Griffin hand them my, my, my white light work. You all right? Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. <laughs> you all right over there? <laughs> all right. Thank you for that donkey today. Up next, mm-hmm. Ask Ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit Ye now. You okay over there? Yes, I am. <laughs> Steve, you caught it right, Steve. <laughs> I ask keys next is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is Lisa. Lisa, good morning. What's your question for Yee? Well, first I love y'all. Okay. We love you um, back. Thank so you, like- Lisa. <laughs> So, Angelie, um, just a little backstory so you can understand. I've been with my fiancé now for nine years. Uh, we just recently got engaged, like, maybe a year ago. Mm-hmm. Just had a baby. She's seven months. But recently, well, even before, I gave him a lot of different chances, you know, for infidelity, all that stuff. So, like, a month or two ago, I was, like, on our computer. You know how when you go to something on Google all the time, it's, like, creates, like, a shortcut kind of? Uh-huh. So, I saw the shortcut, and it said private photo. So, I was like, oh, Whoa. okay, well. So, I clicked on it. And so it was, like, all kind of just, like, explicit photos. And the one that really caught my eye was, like, a pregnant girl, like, but, you know, like, sexy photos. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. So I'm a little crazy, so I posted it, like, how you can, you know, screen the TV to the computer or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so I woke him up, and I was like, who are these people? Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, well, they're old pictures. But, you know, our technology now keeps up with the dates of 
pictures come to your phone, all that mm-hmm. different stuff. So I let it go. Just believe it. I let it You're go. You're a nice woman, Lisa. And <laughs> like a week ago, it happened again. And I was like, okay. And they were new pictures. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm done. Now, like, all this money's missing from his bank account. Whoa. So I'm like, it's a pregnant picture, like a baby now. Like, I'm so confused. And I don't know what to do because he kind of, like, keeps my daughter in the daytime. And my job doesn't make enough to, like, put her in daycare. So it's kind of like, like, in home. Okay, but he's taking money at the bank account anyway, so you could have been no, no, using he's that money. Like unemployment, so it's like eight hundred dollars. But like he just got in, and now like his bank account. I went to the ATM, like check the balance is like negative three hundred dollars. So I'm like, okay, where's so the money going, Lisa? <laughs> yeah, let's be honest with ourselves. I know what's going on. If you had to tell me what's happening in your relationship, what's happening? It's probably what I think is happening. And what do you think is happening? Or what do you know is happening? I know it's definitely some, like, cheating going on. Okay. Now, are you okay with that? No. So you staying and making excuses for why you feel like you can't leave, does that make him feel like it's okay? Because he clearly has not stopped, and you've caught him several times. Yeah. So (laughs) he's not doing anything differently. Maybe it's time for you to do something differently. Yeah, I do. My daughter loves him so much. I just don't want to separate them, but that's an excuse, like you said. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you want your daughter to witness these things going on and think that's how a man's supposed to treat a woman? No, I don't. And you still are engaged after all this? Well, I don't wear my ring anymore, so in my mind, no. Have you told him we're not engaged anymore? No, I haven't. So you're still engaged? Yes. Lisa, you got to make some decisions about what's best for you. He's doing he's doing him. What are you doing? Yeah. That's all. And I <sighs> and I know that you know what it is and I know you called up here but you already knew what it was. And that happens and look, I'm not saying that you know, we all don't go through things like that. But we're in relationships that we know we don't need to be in. We know he's mm-hmm. cheating. We give him another chance. We make excuses about why we can't leave. We think he's going to change, but he's proven to you that he's not changing over and over again. Yeah. And in his head, you're not going anywhere. That's what I was thinking, too. He's, like, comfortable. Right. So get yourself together. Y'all shouldn't have a bank account together right now. Figure out what can you do to make sure that you're good, your daughter's good. Don't have your daughter witness this as what a relationship is. Yeah. All right, Lisa. Good luck. And check back in with me, please. I will. I know that mother girls ain't look nowhere near as good as you either. You ain't seen the Instagrams. Don't just be making assumptions <laughs> like that. I'm just saying. I know they ain't look nothing like you. I understand like she's trying to make you feel better, but we ain't seen the mother girls' Instagrams yet. They whack. Have a good one, mama. <laughs> Thank y'all. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, hit Yee now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is uh, Anonymous. I'm, I'm going to say Anonymous. What's up, what's up really Anonymous? All right. Well, what's your question for you, Anonymous? Uh, I got a 10-year-old daughter. I've been raising her since she was two years old, my wife and I. And, you know, we've been together for a long time. But her dad doesn't want anything to do with her, never has. Now, mind you, uh, I'm in a, in, a, in, a, in a mixed relationship with mm-hmm. a white woman. So, you know, and I'm black. But um, her daughter... She's fully white, and like I said, her dad wants nothing to do with her, but she's been having questions lately, so I didn't know how we should go about telling her. And, you know, she has two sisters that are albino, so that makes the situation even more complicated because I don't want her to feel like, you know, she's not wanted or, you know, I'm not her dad because, like I said, I've been there since she was two. Mm -hmm. Well, you are her dad. 
basically. You love her no matter what. And you feel it's important for you to tell her because you don't want her to later on find out and you guys never actually gave her that truth. So yeah, you feel that right now it's age appropriate for you to let her know the truth. I think, first of all, you should start the conversation off with her, letting her know how much you love her and how much you're so happy to have her as your daughter. Because she, okay. is, she is your daughter. You know what I'm saying? She's not your stepdaughter. She's your real daughter. Like, you've been raising her since she was two years old. You consider her yours. The only thing is that she's not your flesh and blood, but you are so happy to have her and that she will always be your child. So I think the main thing is to, you know, thank her for being in your life and making sure she knows how much you want her, appreciate her, and that you guys love her. But just let her know that, you know, there was another person who was involved before you came into the picture. And I don't know if I would say he didn't want you, because I think that might Yeah, that make, was my next question, yeah. how to go about when she starts asking questions about her dad, because he really wants to sign over his rights, and, like, he wants nothing to do with her at all. It's, they took a paternity test, and he's definitely her dad, but it's like, you know, I don't know how to explain him to her without being negative or shedding a negative light on him. Well, it shouldn't be about him not wanting her. It should be about he has his own personal issues that he has to deal with that is not because of you, it's the person that he is. And, uh, you know, you're just grateful. But any questions that she has, you should be able to answer those questions. But it's never about her being unwanted. Okay, definitely, definitely. But shout out to you for being such a great father to her and to continue to do that. And make sure even after you have that initial conversation that you're always talking to her and always available to answer any questions that she might have and understanding when she might have, uh, you know, certain things that perhaps bother her. Maybe it's a good idea to put her in therapy right away as well so that she can express those thoughts to somebody else and work through them. Now, what about as far as her sisters? Because she got three sisters, and like I said, two of them is albino, and I don't really want her to introduce that to them this early and, you know, get them all worried or for it to be like, well, you're not my sister or you're not my real sister. Mm -hmm. That is a family conversation, and you should ask her when you talk to her how she wants to handle it. Okay. And that way you guys are all in sync on how you want to do it. Be like, okay, you know, when do you want to let your sisters know? Because it can't be something that she has to keep a secret from them. You know, when you keep a secret, sometimes it seems like it's a bad thing. Yeah. And so you don't ever want to make it seem like this is something negative. This is actually something great, positive. You're the best father for her there could be. You just biologically, you know, she wasn't born to you, but you're so glad that she was put in your life. That's a blessing. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right. Well, let, let us know how it goes. We'll be really interested to hear how everything happens. And like I said, it's going to be an ongoing process. It's not you just telling her one time. It's you always being in communication about it. Okay. Thank you for your advice. Thank you for your help. Good no luck, problem. Bro. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for you, you could call her now. We got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, let's talk about one of your favorite actors. You guys think he's so sexy. Envy, he actually made you cry even one time. Well, now he's going to make you cry again when you hear this. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. DJ NV, oh, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. You know, you know, you know, I'm not even going to do it. Change right. for change. Let's do something positive, all right? They took my change for change paper, but change for change. That's right, man. We are back at it. You know, last year we was on this radio from 6 a.m. in the morning to 12 midnight, and we raised money for the Gathering for Justice Movement. How much did we raise? We raised over $800,000, and this year we're back at it. Thursday, November 15th. Yes. From 6 a.m. to midnight, we are going to raise money for Project 375. Now, tell them what Project 375 is. 
Project 375 was founded by NFL player Brandon Marshall. After years of struggling with mental illness, he was diagnosed with borderline personality disorder back in 2011. So right now, Project 375's mission is to raise awareness about mental health, to end that stigma, and also to raise funding for treatment. That's right. And if you want to donate, you can text CHANGE to 52182 or head to BC changeforchange.com uh, Project 375 they, they have a lot of different initiatives that uh, include Project Prevent which introduces technology driven support and providing parents teachers and staff members with youth mental health first aid training as well as Mind Over Matter Talks where they visit schools to speak with students principals community leaders and parents about youth mental health let me tell you something mm-hmm. Brandon Marshall is Brandon Marshall not signed with nobody right now, right? Not right now. I know no. he worked out with the Saints this week. He did work out with the Saints. If you don't have a job next week, Brandon, you need to bring your ass up here. I'm and, a, be, I'm and be here with us from 6 a.m. <laughs> to midnight. Yeah, I, reached out to him. I reached out to him yesterday, so we'll, we'll see if we can make that we, happen. We can get a football in here, so if you need me to throw you some passes while you're in here to do a little working out or whatever, we can do that. But, Brandon, you need to have your ass in here. <laughs> well, it's not that far. What's he going to catch? you going to underhand catch? Short routes. Oh, short, short routes. routes. Okay, short, short routes. routes. You need to be in here next week, Brandon. We'll be here November 15th, 6 a.m. to midnight. We're raising money for your organization. That's right. Okay. That's right. For everybody out there that is uh, trying to be mentally healthy. That's right. And that's Thursday, November 15th. That's Change for Change, and it's powered by those beds. All right? Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Michael B. Jordan. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Michael B. Jordan apparently has a good sense of humor, or maybe he does really believe that he can sing, but he posted himself singing in his car. I guess he wants to be on Carpool Karaoke. He said, y'all think I should do Carpool Karaoke? Listen to how he sounds. I would never find another level Worse. No, you don't. Yes, I do. No way you sound worse yeah. than that. Yeah, all this, everybody think that's cute till you see the white woman in the back seat he's singing to. <laughs> Shut up, man. <laughs> ain't got no white woman. Salute <laughs> my guy, Michael B. Jordan. I don't know who he's dating, but who cares? All right. Black now, women. Black women. Yeah, they do care. <laughs> now let's talk about future. He posted himself and a picture of himself. He said, you going to cry in this Phantom or that Nissan? Amazing flex. She looked flex. up and said, Phantom. Amazing flex. You said what? Somebody said Phantom? No, he oh, said she oh, looked oh. up. That's his what he wrote. Okay. She looked up and said Phantom. She had it, she had her head in his lap. And she looked up and said Phantom. He, he did not say He didn't say all of that now. She had his, she had her head in his lap. No, but I guess the point is, you know, he's got a lot going on with different women. He's having a he has a baby on the way, mm-hmm. but he was just with his ex Brittany and posted uh her and he was with her for her birthday, gave her a ring. But then we see him at uh, Joey Chavez, she's having his baby at their baby shower. You just you just put me on that he got up. he got Bow Wow baby mama pregnant. I didn't know that. That is Bow Wow yeah. baby mama. Yeah. Oh, the girls you talking about right yeah. now? Yeah, okay. the one that's pregnant. Yeah, well, drop so, on the clues bombs for her for upgrading rappers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I guess his point is, listen, you're gonna be upset, you're gonna be certain things, but at least you're comfortable, right? Ain't nothing wrong with a damn Nissan. All, all right. right. I'll take a Nissan any day of the goddamn week. All right. As long as the tires all work right. on it well, and the out. engine is good, I'm going to take me a Nissan. Well, Future's not Okay, Altima's, Sentra's. Anything. All right. Maxima's. Max. Oh, I, I've had me a Maxima, by the way, in my life. Not a stanza, but they don't I make love Maxima's. 
Well, your mouth must be trash. All right. <laughs> now let's talk, talk about, about <laughs> All right. okay. let's talk about Kenan Thompson <laughs> and what he had to say about Pete Davidson. <laughs> now, Pete Davidson did this joke on Saturday Night Live. This guy's kind of cool, uh, Dan Crenshaw. <laughs> uh, oh, come on, man. <laughs> yo, hold on. Uh, you may be surprised to hear he's a congressional candidate from Texas and not a hitman in a porno movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I know he lost his eye in, in war or whatever. It was just the last, I'm telling you, it was just the last part. I'm sorry, I know he lost his eye in war or whatever. It was just that last part. Well, here's what Kenan Thompson had to say about uh, why he would never do that. He was on The View and he said this. I know it's being handled internally. It's not necessarily my department, but it's never somewhere that I would go, like, in the offense territory towards veterans because my father is one, your father's one great man. I met him when he hosted. So... It's been an unfortunate outcome when, you know, when you're a comedian trying to go for jokes. You know how it is when you're trying to figure out a way to get into something that's a touchy subject or something that's very sorrowful and you want to try to bring joy into something and you miss the mark or whatever, like I said. Yeah, it's going to happen. I'm not mad at what Keenan said. But I still believe that when it comes to comedians, intention matters, okay? Because comedians intend to make people laugh. But I understand why people are offended, but it's still important to note, especially with comedians, intention. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Now, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request in now. And also, from New Jersey Housewives, Housewives of New Jersey, Teresa Judice will be joining us next after the mix. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Yes! Continue the adventure with Newt Scamander as he teams up with Albus Dumbledore to stop the dark wizard Grindelwald's plans to divide the wizarding world. Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald. In theaters, November 16th, rated PG-13.